films and teams and things and films films and things and things and films what up and welcome back you're on with Films and Tings, coming to you live from 24-7 AM radio. I know it's been five ever, but your girl has been super busy, which is a great thing. It's not a bad thing, I'm not complaining, but I have truly, truly missed doing this show. I can't even express how much I've missed doing this, and I didn't expect to miss it this much. Um, I love getting asked, When's the next episode? When is Films and Tings gonna be on? When's the new one? That truly warms my heart. It makes me so excited to do this and to keep doing this. So just thank you. I truly appreciate you guys and my day one fans. And if you haven't already, please send your questions and requests to my socials, i.e. my IG account, my Twitter and Facebook. You can ask pretty much anything, um, you know, keep it, you know, PG, PG-13. Um, you can ask questions, queries, whether that's about my background, whether that's about, you know, my professional career um, processes and just requests of topics, you name it, go ahead and you can use that submission box on 247amradionetwork.com. And you can also go there to submit to be on the show so you can either go on my socials or go on that so sorry if you're hearing that thunder it's been weird weather on and off all week so just bear with me but it also gives a nice little gloomy effect so a couple announcements of course if you're not already tuned 24 7 a.m radio do it now seriously do it now it's a lot of great content and other great podcasts and dope jams. I'm never disappointed when I'm just wanting to listen to the, the radio. And most importantly, this is a black owned and operated radio network. So support this, please. You can also go to 247amradionetwork.com, go to shows, scroll till you find mine, Films and Tings, and then click once there, you can access my previous episodes and my social media accounts to follow and support your girl on anchor.fm. And if you really, really want to support the show, there is a link to my previous episodes on anchor.fm. And if you can donate to the maintenance and love that goes into each and every episode of Films and Tings, that's where you need to go. My end goal is to eventually have the show sponsored and start taking live calls on the air. So that I'm super excited for and shooting for. So much to be excited for in the near and further future. My first shout out goes to one of my new faves and low key addictions, the Sopa de Fideo food truck. Like I mentioned in a previous episode, Austin is known for its food trucks. They're everywhere. And in my neighborhood, there's a new food truck that just hopped up on the scene and it's so good. It's a twist on Mexican food. I eat it all the time. 
um, you will not be disappointed. It's so great. It's a small new business and it's locally and family owned. And Sopa de Fideo is hosting their grand opening on June 20th. I know it's Father's Day, but I'm sure your fathers will enjoy some really good Mexican food. Anyway, it's on June 20th from 12 to 4 at Hamilton Food Park, and that's at 5002 Hamilton Road. It's in North Austin. Please hit it up. It's so good, and you will not regret it. My next shout out goes to the All Love brand. They cater to everybody, and no one is ever left out. And they make sure that they have something for everyone. The founders are Byron Edwards and Devin Williams. The zero in their All Love brand logo symbolizes that nobody gets left behind. So please go check out this brand for their dope hoodies and two set pieces, really dope. Follow their Instagram at the All Love Brand. Again, that's at the All Love Brand. So today's episode, we are talking about some top trending drama series that are a little biased, of course. Um, and just a few, just in case, you know, you need to put something on, but even just something to really sink your teeth into. You know, I've really recently gotten into dramas and all different kinds of dramas. And I think that it'd take, you know, it'd be good to look into. And, you know, that's what I'm here for, to give some great suggestions and critiques. So before I bring my guest, I wanted to talk about a couple of shows that I have personally. The first one is Cursed. It's a very cool drama series, action fiction on Netflix. Just check it out. It's only one season and hopefully another one will come out very soon. It's starring Katherine Langford. I believe she was in 13 Reasons. Just really good. I mean, if you're the type of person that likes fiction and fantasy this is a great show to check out and also has a very very good amount of action lore and i think it's it's a good fantasy series so just check out and i can't say too much because it's only one season but i really enjoyed it when i first watched it the next show is the nevers the nevers i believe is on hbo max and a bunch of other streaming platforms I honestly kind of stumbled upon this show. I just, we started watching it and then I started watching it by myself because I started to really get into it. Um, Basically this show is an action adventure drama about Victorian women who get gifts and have to deal with the societal discrimination. It's a great show that doubles with, you know, the discrimination of these women getting these abilities as well as mirroring the real life uh, discrimination that women face all the time. And I mean, it's not, nothing's new about it, but it's an interesting new way to tell that narrative. And I really especially like the main leads. The second season gets a little crazy and I love the intro that they decided to go with for that and I can't say too much about it because I don't want to spoil anything. Next is Ratchet. Ratchet was on Netflix and it is starring Sarah Paulson. For Ratchet, if you don't have the stomach for gore and 
just twisted shit, honestly. Um, cinematically, it's very vivid, extremely vivid and crisp, but also dingy in a way that this is shot. Um, if you don't have a stomach for that kind of thing, I would just, just keep going, pass along. But if you don't mind blood and hysteria and some messed up shit, this show is great for you. On the technical side of things, the cinematography to me reminds me, or in the best way I can describe it, is like Tim Burton meets a deranged Wes Anderson. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, pull up some of their movies. Wes Anderson is one of my favorite directors, and I just need to throw that in there. Anyway, Sarah Paulson seems like she was made for this role. If you're not familiar with American Horror Story, or if you do know, uh, she does not disappoint. And her motives are quite interesting throughout the whole series. So the whole plot is very just interesting. It's almost like you feel like you need to look away, but you just can't. You have to continue to watch. Next is Altered Carbon. This action drama is super exciting and will definitely keep you on your toes. You cannot walk away to get your bowl of cereal. You have to stay seated or you will have to rewind multiple times. Um, I do like the decent amount of diversity that's in this show. Um, but can I just say that Netflix really fucked me over with this show because I was so into it and I really loved the performances of Joel Kinnaman and Anthony Mackie as the lead roles, they were amazing. And then the show got canceled. So I'm sorry to spoil that, but it was canceled, unfortunately. And I don't I don't regret anything. I think you should still watch this the few seasons that are there. And now I'd like to introduce my guest, Xavier Moore. So I wanted to chat about, you know, some of our favorite shows that we really got into this, I guess I would say the last year, six months to a year. So the first show I wanted to talk about is Power, uh, Ghost Power Book Two. So I know you got me into the first season of Power, which I really loved. Um, that is produced not only by 50 Cent uh, Book Two, but it's also written and produced by Courtney A. Kemp, who's also a, film, a filmmaker of color. And it's also produced by Mary J. Blige and a slew of other POC filmmakers. So, I mean, what did you think about this, this season and this uh, new story arc with uh, Tariq? Is it Tariq or Tyreek? Mm, probably Tyro, Tariq. I just liked it uh, because it just shows him 
as we all do as a man growing up and he's going against his father. Um, I think a lot of black uh, males have that problem, um, have that situation going against their father or, you know, going against ways of their father and trying to become themselves. Um, so that's what I mainly liked about it. And I wish 50 was in there, Kanan was in there longer, but I know they're making Raising Kanan um, and that's coming out soon. So that's mainly what I liked about that season. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like it didn't it didn't disappoint me because I was I feel like I was ready to compare it to the first season of or the first book of Power. Sorry, and I think that it had a really great story arc from Power Book One. I guess it's considered. Um, yeah, I agree. I liked the character development of Tariq, but I honestly I would really love to see them challenge and push the envelope on him challenge the range of emotions and of the situation he battles, you know what I mean? Cause he's gone through a lot in that previous year and even what's going on now. And I just, I kind of want, I, I just want him to kind of just let loose a little bit, you know, like really breathe with the character. I mean, I think they are just, uh, you know, take time to, to uh, write the story. And I think that's, I think that's what it was doing, uh, book two. Power book too. Um, I think it was letting him loose a little bit, but he was still he's still in high school, so he can't let him do loose too much. I don't mean like necessarily in his actions, but in his expression as a character as his character expresses things. Yeah, well you, you see, I think that with black families I knew you were gonna say something like that. <laughs> black families, they don't just let their child and I mean not nothing against white folks, but just black families just you know come from experience they don't let their child just loose you know they always um, on the check like on the check. checks on always watching them always trying to see what they doing you know at least the mother is always is so they can't really let them too loose you know um until he gets into that wait was he in college yet in yes, he is in college. He's in yeah, college, he's in college. Yeah, right. Yeah, but even still, they still want him. So I just want to see. Yeah, I just want to see that more developed. Yeah, yeah. He he will. He will. He'll come if they if they stay with it. And um, uh, cause even when I was in college, I couldn't. <laughs> I was still on the check by my parents all the time. So it's just like, and all my friends I knew their parents. You know, they was complaining about their parents just always on them all the time. So. Um, so it's just like you can't let them too loose, and and that's what I would do with my kids. You know, if I have kids, you know, um, I wouldn't let them on the I wouldn't let them on the check. No, of course, off the check but... at all. But I would let them. I, they uh, obviously you have to let the loose sometimes. Mm -hmm. So and we can't. But, I would I would say why it's that situation is unique to him, but that would spoil some things for the season. So just definitely check out power uh ghost ghost power book two i um i also really love mary j blige in the show she's definitely one of my favorite characters i low-key feel like a, this is part of her real personality but um overall i just think the writing of the show is great and didn't fall short of its previous book yeah as my dad would say don't think you grown for it yeah watch <laughs> Exactly. Well, let's hope he doesn't do anything yeah. crazy in the next season. Yeah, we'll see.
So the next show I wanted to talk about is Snowfall. We got really into this um, from the very beginning, right? Um, I think you, we had heard about it the previous year before it got released, and it's on Hulu? I believe HBO. I'm I think sure. it's on Hulu and HBO. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that one, though. Um, so Snowfall is a drama series about the crack cocaine epidemic in LA in the 80s. In my opinion, I think the show does a pretty good job of not glorifying what happened to the Black and African American communities in the 80s and all over the US. But I have heard a word against the show from other public figures, you know, like in documentaries and in, uh, uh, what's that show? True TV? No, not True TV. Vlad, Vlad TV. Vlad TV. Vlad TV, yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard some words against the show from public figures on like Vlad TV and other, I guess, like exposés who've lived throughout this specific time. So obviously, you know, take that with a grain of salt. It was created by John Singleton, rest in peace, um, Eric Amadio, and Dave Andron. And Yes, uh, Snowfall is on Hulu. So, yeah, what did you think about this? What was it? Four seasons? Yeah, four seasons. Uh, well, Snowfall is one of my favorites. Uh, I liked it. Uh, actually loved it. Uh, I loved all the characters pretty much. Franklin and Jerome. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jerome's <laughs> my favorite. favorites. Uh, I can't. I don't know which one's the favorites out of. Out of out of them too. You know who? No, no, because Franklin is Franklin is. I like Franklin. I just just say I like all the characters, but um, I just liked it because I mean I'm not from you know of course I'm not from Cali. I've never been to Cali, uh, never been to L.A. So I don't know much you know, but I do know much about the crack you know epidemic and all that, and so I know that I know that um, that was going on. What was that in the eighties? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. And, um, but just the way they, you know, they made it seem so early 2000s though, the way they shot it, I think. Uh, I think that's why I liked it so much. It just, it didn't seem like it was in the 80s. Yeah. But it seemed like, you know. Yeah, the I, way they shot it was very crisp. Like it was super vibrant. Yeah. You, you notice like just the color palette from, actually all throughout the series, even though things escalate. I, we can't say too many details, but things escalate. I mean, obviously, if you know the history behind uh, the epidemic, you kind of understand what happens in the show. But the way that they shoot it is extremely vibrant. Yeah, I, I just like I really like the, all the characters, and I really like the way they shot it. Yeah, because um, it just felt so 2021. Let's just so say well that. shot yeah. drama. It's definitely yeah, shot it's like a drama. Yeah, I mean, it is a drama, but yeah. it's just. Is is very Franklin. He was just bossing up. It just and I love to see a black man. Just I know it's drugs and everything, but hey, at that time they had to get money where they could get it. So he was just a black man, awesome. just black man, just trying to get money and mm -hmm. bossing up. Is I love to see that all the time. Black man get money because you know obviously I'm a black man. I love to get money, but um, he just did it so well and he smart about what he did you know so from the beginning i think from the beginning. yeah for sure i think uh 
I still can't get over that. That was the first thing that struck me. And I think it will strike every one of you, the cinematography and the mise-en-scene. If you don't know what mise-en-scene is, it's uh, basically what the cinematographer and director place in the physical scene for the viewer and audience to notice, to take in, to, it, it adds to the, the ambiance of everything. And just like add, it adds into the set design and the costuming. I just loved all of it. It just felt very authentic and I felt present yeah exactly exactly um the character development is something i think everyone should track in this show with each and every uh individual yeah. right from the very beginning because there's uh when you like pay attention to the actual character development of the individuals in the show because it's a drama it lurks like even more information underneath it like you know just from watching it yeah. but like with yeah jerome was going through so many different stages even uh, franklin just franklin everybody he was just, um, leon he leon. his i felt like he 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 had one of my like most favorite transitions from the beginning to how he is now like it's so different yeah so different um I do have one critique though. Actually, I have two critiques. Um, one critique, actually, it's about the same person, and you already know who it's about. It's about Franklin. Um, but the one critique is actually uh, yes, the show lead, Franklin, aka uh, Damson Idris. I hope I pronounced that right. He's a wonderfully talented actor, really. But I am still, I've mentioned this before when we first brought up Snowfall, that I'm still wanting more local to U.S. Black and African-American actors because they're definitely here and they're definitely getting looked over and they're talented. And I want to, you know, I want to put forth that change because I am not saying anything against Idris, but I, you know, I kind of expect to see more of that. Well, I knew it was... I understand what you're saying because I knew. Oh, what did I say when we you had? A, you were like, saying, "Watch, he's from watch England." Watch, yeah, watch. He have an accent, and he had an accent. It's always a black man with an accent on the <laughs> on the show. So, oh, you mean like in his interviews? Yeah. So I knew he had an accent, but just for some, I don't know. I just just by you knew he wasn't American. Yeah. I don't yeah. know for some reason they can't. No, but that's just yeah. African Americans, but they're it. here. They're definitely here. They're just not getting the chance. So that's. That's something that still bothers me about it. And then um, also just with Franklin's character, I just, I don't, I without spoiling too much, I have some issues with, I guess like his development. Because yes, I feel like in the very beginning, he was very smart and then he starts to get a little sloppy. No, I think he was just, Oh, I mean, that comes with the territory. He was just Oh, getting, yeah, being a kingpin. <laughs> he was just getting, you know, he had a lot on his plate, you know. And uh, everybody was looking for answers towards him. So sometimes he's going to, he's going to, you know, seem like act out, you know. Or sometimes he's going to be cool. But, you know, he sometimes you just got to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, because he's, you know, he's holding, he's the one holding it all together. Yeah, but that's the problem. So. That's the problem though, is the, yes, no, we, yeah, that's as far as we'll say about that, but please check it out, Snowfall on Hulu and other streaming services. It's really great and you are not going to be disappointed. It's going to suck you right in 
It's grueling. It's a little bit. It's a little bit bloody. It is bloody. It is bloody. It's a little bit bloody. Um, but you'll still enjoy it. The next show I want to talk about is The Sinner. It is an anthology series on Netflix. Now, if you don't know what an anthology is, have you ever seen uh, Creep Show or Tales from the Hood? Those are all like anthology movies. So there's anthology series and movies. So basically, this is a show uh, series each season is based on a different character and it's a psychological thriller drama. Uh, I really love anthologies and I'm really, I've started to transition to start watching them a lot. And this show, um, like I was talking about before with Ratchet, um, I know you weren't here for that, but I was just saying with Ratchet, if you don't have the stomach for, you know, a lot of blood and just like some hysteria, this probably isn't the show for you, but it definitely is intriguing. It will, it won't uh, bore you. It definitely is interesting. Um, but it like if you don't like dark and twisted, maybe veer off. But it's starring more well-known actors like Matt Bomber, Jessica Biel, Bill Pullman, and Christopher Abbott. I really love Bill Pullman. He's a detective throughout all three seasons. He's a really he's a great actor, and you can really see the changes through each season. So I mean, what did you? I know you love The Sinner. Yeah, I, I mean, I really like that. Who's this one? one Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. No, there's Jamie, uh, Cora, and... Oh, I think we still have one more season to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think... I, I like the, the season with Jamie. Um, mm-hmm. That was my favorite one. I don't know. He, I don't know. I just like the center because I am a religious guy. And, um, I don't know. It just, it just like, kind of, like, sucked me in from the beginning <laughs> because he... Was his character? His, I, feel like... I don't know. His character was just—it just seemed like he was changing mm-hmm. from the beginning. Like he was changing. He was just good guy, family guy from the beginning, and then he started changing. And and when stuff started happening to him, I was like, oh, hopefully he don't like go crazy or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I start acting out, but and he well, he did start acting out, but he did start getting some superpowers too. <laughs> some superpowers too without revealing oh, too much. Oh, I forgot about that. Some yeah. Natural uh superpowers. But um I just I just like some shows you just like you just draw it into and I, I really liked it because um like you said it's I I'm a religious guy and he was just I think he it, that center was just showing how to get how crazy the world is. I think that's what it was showing uh, throughout the show. I think it was just showing how crazy the world is and how we have to live through, you know, day by day and how how it's so easy just to go off track and how strong you have to be um, to to be in this world and to keep getting up every day to go to to work to the same job you do every day every day every day to just for you know for a paycheck and i think that's what it was showing the monotony yeah and and it went beyond that so i really like that show it's a real good show but you wouldn't say that you're religious like in this in the way that you know chorus family not, you're, I mean, more, you're like brought up that way but you're not necessarily there's level there's levels to everything but i'm not you know, I'm not like I uh, hold the Bible in my hand. You know, uh, I'm a 
you know, burn you with the cross, religious. No, I'm just religious. I believe in some scriptures I believe in, some scriptures I don't. Some, you know, some scriptures I, uh, you know, I stand by, some scriptures I don't do at all. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I am. Uh, I was brought up in the church and and everything, but uh, yeah, I, I am religious. I do believe in God and I do believe there is a God because there's evil all around. If there's evil all around, there's to me there's has to be good, right? To me, yeah. So I, yeah, and I, I am. I, I think the show does like an interesting way of like looking into that, like the sinner. Yeah, it's like it's, there's it certain. Shows that too. It's, it shows like how, just with perception, how people are perceived to be a bad person or a good person with the same act being scrutinized. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, true. And, yeah, with the center is just like it, I think it does show that exactly what you said. You know, just showing that you know we gotta make it. So don't give up to whoever is listening to this. So <laughs> yeah, don't give up. Keep on trucking. So my next show, <laughs> you don't like this show, but I mainly watched it. But I definitely caught you watching it a bunch of times. So it's called Sons of Anarchy. It's not a new trending series, but let me just tell you about it real quick because <laughs> you're already making the faces. Uh, it's a drama series about a pretty Anglo, sort of discriminatory outlaw biker gang. And I, I would just like to say this as a disclaimer, this is probably the most unlikely show I for me that to ever stumble upon that I would ever like watch or just whatever just nothing that i would think oh my god that's what i would love to see um a lot of credit goes to a dear friend of mine rhoda who i started watching the show with and i was instantly hooked it's very well written uh, shot and directed series the character development is strong it's about seven seasons long but it's just it has a lot of great growth in it and You'll just fall in love with the characters, I promise. Like it was, it just blindsided me how much I enjoyed the show. It has a lot of great action. It has a great plot line. It definitely keeps you intrigued. It doesn't feel monotonous. So definitely check out Sons of Anarchy. I believe it's still on Netflix. If it's not, I think it's on Hulu now. The next show and the last show that we will be talking about is Lovecraft. Lovecraft Country. It's based on Lovecraft Country by Matt Ruff, a book which I am meaning to get. So we did watch the show together and I did mention it a ways back but didn't really go into a lot of details. So it's a drama and supernatural horror about a young African-American man who embarks on a journey to find his father while in Jim Crow America whose fate is also intertwined with supernatural events and it was produced by a range of uh, production companies, including Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw Productions, which is dope. Uh, it's starring Journey Smollier, uh, Jonathan Majors, who's the main lead and performance is just great, amazing, beautiful. Uh, Courtney B. Vance, Michael Kenneth Williams, Anjanu Ellis, Wonmi Musaku, Jada Harris, and Abby Lee an amazing cast and truly strong character relationships and bonds 
definitely great actors. I really hope that they keep this cast for the next season. Um, definitely get comfy while you watch this because it will shock you. Season one has come to pass and I know the second season is not set in stone, but you know, we're waiting. What did you, what are your thoughts on Lovecraft Country? Um, Lovecraft was great. It was, I liked it because it's, it was like they had superpowers. Uh, the people of color had superpowers against Jim Crow mm -hmm. and we won. Basically, that's, that's, that was, well, I'm spoiling it, ain't I? No, no, you're not <laughs> spoiling it. I mean, in a way, like we didn't really, in a, no, in no way could we have like defeated it, but no. I think the fact that they used it as a device to yeah. fight against Jim Crow was. Yeah, I mean, I think us just living here, we, yeah, we defeated it. Um, Jim yeah. Crow from the beginning because it's, it's nasty and it's ugly. So it's like, that's what I liked about it. And it's like the way they shot it and the way they put it, it's not a lot of movies and series with black folks with superpowers. Yeah. And, you know, they was they had superpowers. Just, it was beating up everybody, winning, usually, you know, they're dead. By and the showing time. their intelligence, like how so, extremely yeah, smart exactly. all of them were. And they weren't saying like, you know, they they weren't saying nigga all the time and stuff like mm -hmm. that. They weren't, you know, they weren't cursing. They was just, it was just being like humans. People. They was just being being good people, good good folks. And um, and they had superpowers and they beat Jim Crow. And and that's out of all the shows that we talked about on this list, I recommend that one to watch the most. Yeah. Uh, for all black folks to watch, I think all black folks should watch that. Um, it just gives you inspiration. It gave me inspiration after watching it. And it gave me like the courage to fight and keep going and never give up uh, at all times um, just by watching that. So that's why I liked it the most. Yeah, and it's a powerful show. Yeah. yeah, the acting definitely is what sold me on it. And I think that's just going off of what you said about um, just showing them as real people. Like, I don't want people to get the wrong idea, but I know exactly what you mean. There's always a, there's, we talked about this. There's that dichotomy of like representing real life, but also like always depicting the same characters, like the same black character in the same show or the same movie talking the same way. Um, and it's just like well, showing the changing, ignorance. Yeah, exactly. So like in this show, they're just a regular family trying to survive. Yeah, essentially. And that's exactly why, you know, we went in because that's changed. You could, if you, if you can, if you look at the shows that's coming out coming out now and look around and pay attention, they're they're changing us. They're changing the way we are perceived as how we was before. Slowly, slowly but surely. Slowly yes. <laughs> yes. Slowly so, but surely, for sure. It's coming. It's coming. It's you just gotta keep going. So Well, I wanna thank you so much for being on the show. Not once, but twice. Yep. I appreciate it, and we'll hopefully get to do another list in the near future very soon on another list of shows once we get through watching them. But thank you so much, babe. Love you. Thanks for being on Films and Tings. And now it's time for our interesting fact of the day. According to bio.brangis.edu, that's bio.brangis, 
Edu, the Northern Mockingbird can sing over 200 songs, including those of other birds, insects, amphibians, and even mechanical sounds. Isn't that crazy? This unique ability made the Mockingbird an incredibly popular caged bird during and by the early 20th century. It was nearly extinct in large cities in America. Today, it has nearly fully recovered in these areas though, and is in fact experiencing range expansion due to human activities such as planting of multiflora roses. So that's great. Thank you so much for joining me on Films and Tings on 24-7 AM radio. I really appreciate and love the support. Peace and love. Tings and films, films and tings.